You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Jesus is the shepherd who became a sacrificial lamb. Learn more about this truth in our series, BC. Listen to this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. So ngayon po araw na magpapatuloy tayo sa ating pagtalakay, okay? Nung nakaraang uh, linggo, pinag-usapan po at uh, pre-reach Pastor Sunny about the God who became man and the significance of it in our lives uh, and at the same time, kung ano ang impact nito sa buhay natin, not just in our today, but also in our future and even in our eternity. At ngayon pong araw na to ay shift po tayo doon sa second week na ating pag-aaralan at the shepherd who became who became the lamb. At uh, bago po yan, allow me just to show you a, a picture. Ito po yung kadalasang naiisip natin, di ko ba, pagka Pasko. Sino po yan? Hindi ko kilala. Kasi kinunan lang po yan. Pero actually, that's the picture of Jesus Christ in the manger. And that is the picture whenever, that's a picture that comes into our mind whenever we imagine of Christmas. Hindi ko ba, talaga namang si Jesus ay uh, isinilang do sa pasabsaban po ng hayop. Although, uh, he had the opportunity and he had the privilege of being born in a great hospital, okay? Uh, pwedeng sa Makati Medical, sa St. Luke, sa St. Luke, kasi naging ibang connotation pag St. Luke eh. Uh, pwede sa magaganda, sa Asian Hospital, hindi ho ba? So, pero mas pinili niya doon sa pasabsaban ng hayop. And there is a reason for that. And that is, uh, I should say, the act of the Lord's humility. Dahil kahit siya nasaan yung Diyos, siya ay nagkatawang tao, he humbled himself and he became obedient to God and obedient until his death. And so, yan po yung picture na nasa isipan natin every time we celebrate Christmas, hindi ba? Unfortunately lang, sa isipan ng mga tao, even as we go along with life, laging ganyan lang itsura ni Jesus sa kanila pong paningin. But let me just remind you that Jesus Christ grew up, and Pagdating niya ng pagiging 30 years old niya, nag-start siya ng kanyang public ministry. He started doing miracles, started preaching the kingdom of God. And for three years, he did that and he died. Then he rose again from the dead. So sa madali salita, hindi po na natiling bata si Jesus. Kaya tayo, bilang mga Kristiyano, every time we pray, what we are supposed to imagine is, is the Lord sitting on His throne, ruling, ruling the entire universe and in control of everything. And that's the way we are supposed to view Jesus Christ, both in our mind, in our soul, and in our heart. He did not remain as a baby. Kasi kung titignan nyo ang itsura ng isang baby, he's helpless. Walang magagawa, iiyak lang yan, ihingi ng gatas, ganun ang na-imagine natin sa isang pagiging sanggol. At wala akong masama na makita natin, ting Pasko si Jesus ay naging sanggol, dahil yan po isang bahagi ng isang prosesong kanyang dinaanan sa kanyang pagkakatawang tao. But I hope it is not confined in our mind na siya ay nanatiling sanggol. Kasi may mga pagkakataon pa na ipinitsure na siya na talagang sanggol na, pag nanalalangin, sanggol lang nakikita, dinadamitan pa ng iba't ibang klase ng damit. Okay? So, sa isipan po natin, dapat nating makita kung sino talaga si Jesus, lano na nung siya ay mabuhay na muli. That He is the ruling Lord, He is the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords. Amen? So, patungkol po dyan yung ating pag-aaralan sa oras na ito dahil ang topic po natin is the shepherd who became the lamb. At sa oras pong ito, naanyayahan ko pong bawat isa na tumayo pong lahat at babasahin po natin ang ating pong teksto dito sa Micah chapter 5 beginning verse 2 up to 4 or up to 5. Dana po ba kayo? But you, O Bethlehem, Ephratah, 
who are too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. Let's bow down our head. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity that you have given us so we can study your word. We ask for your divine enlightenment to be upon us. Inihiling po namin ang iyong patnubay at gabay sa puso at isipan ng bawat isa sa amin ang salita mong maririg namin ay hindi lamang namin matutunan kundi may apply namin sa aming buhay at titignan namin si Jesus bilang tagapanguna ng aming buhay. Salamat po, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, this we pray. Amen, amen. Makapunaw tayong lahat. Okay, dadaloy po ang ating pagtatalakay sa ganito, pong, sa ganito pong paraan. The shepherd ruler became the lamb. First, we are going to talk about the ruler and that is also Christ himself because Micah is a prophetic word. It's a prophetic message prophesying about the coming Messiah. Then second is about the shepherd. Christ himself is also not just the shepherd of, of Israel but the shepherd of everyone. And third is the lamb of God. Now, bigyan ko muna kayo ng background about Micah. Micah was written, yung pong prophecy na yun, about 700 B.C. And 700 before the birth of Christ, contemporary niya sa Isaiah, at contemporary niya si Hosea. Now, bago po niya sinulat yan, nagbigay muna siya ng isang prophetic word about the fall of Samaria. Samaria is the northern part of Israel. Tandaan natin na nahati ang Israel sa dalawa. Isang northern, isang southern part. The northern part is the Samaria, kaya tawag sa kanila mga Samaritan. At yung pong southern part ay kinukumpos po yun ng Judah, ang tawag sa mga mamamayan ay mga Jews. Okay? So, bahagi pa rin po ng Israel, at I can, we can still consider na people of God pa rin yung mga naroon sa Samaria. Now, nung magbigay po ng prophecy si Micah, so imagine niyo that was the scenario he was actually giving hope to them because he was actually talking about the shepherd of Israel. Okay? So, ang intention po ni Micah, why he was actually giving this prophetic word, was to give divine encouragement for the people of God. Na darating yung sandali, dahil kasi bumagsak yung Samaria, they were being oppressed at that particular moment by, 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 by the nation who subdued them is to give them encouragement. Yun po yung intention ni Micah, na darating yung sandali na makakalaya kayo. Darating yung sandali na malalagpasan ninyo ang mga bagay niyan dahil ang Diyos ay magpapalala ng pastol ng, o ng, ng ruler ng Israel. So yun po yung background ng Micah. At tandaan po natin, kapag every time you read the prophetic messages or uh, uh, mga prophetic writings in the Old Testament, usually meron po yung tinatawag na immediate fulfillment at mayroon tinatawag na ultimate fulfillment. The immediate fulfillment probably would be the coming of Jesus Christ when he became man at the ultimate fulfillment and when he returns back, okay, sa kanyang pangalawang pagbabalik wherein he is going to really demonstrate who he is before the sight of everyone. Now, unahin po natin, okay, the ruler. Ang sabi po sa may chapter 5 verse 2 ng Micah, 
But as for you, Bethlehem, Ephratat, too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. I'm using the Nasbi. Dalabasa natin kasi kanina sa ESV. Para lamang ma-define po natin yung itong sentence na babasahin ko ngayon. His going forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. Yung ginamit po sa ESV kasi ancient days. Medyo mahirap intindihin. Pero pagka nabasa nyo at narinig yung salitang eternity, at doon nang galing si Jesus. Now, sabi ron, from Judah will come forth ruler in Israel. Sabi nyo, ruler in Israel. Sa madali salita, siya yung magiging tagapamuno ng bayan ng Israel. Tandaan natin na yung prophetic word din ibinigay sa mga panahong bagsak sila. Sa mga panahong sila ay discouraged. They were being oppressed. So that became an encouragement na magkakaroon ng ruler ang Israel. At ang sabi pa ron, is going sport are from long ago, from the days of eternity. So what a comfort for the nation of Israel dahil ang magiging ruler nila is exceptional. Someone who came from eternity. Remember that in the book of Revelation, Christ is being portrayed as the Alpha and Omega. He was revealed there as the eternal beginning and the eternal end. Could you imagine what a privilege for the Israelites, okay, for the people of God, to have a ruler from eternity? Ang ibig sabihin nito, hindi lamang siya pwedeng tawaging ruler in Israel, bagamat yon ang pagkakadescribe sa kanya rito, but because galing siya sa eternity, Ibig sabihin, He is not just ruler of Israel, He is the ruler of the entire universe. Amen? And it's so comforting na yung ruler nito ng Israel na pinag-uusapan natin ngayon, who happens to be also the ruler of the entire universe, is the same ruler that we have today. Amen? The same Lord that we worship, the same Lord that we adore, the same Lord that we of, that we serve. So, very comforting yan na hindi lamang isang ordinary ruler ang i-raise ng Panginoon sa kanila. Now, there was not a time, it only shows, there was not a time that Jesus has not been a ruler. He has been a ruler from eternity. Nang na ibig sabihin, ang Panginoong Isus na ito na tinitignan ng marami at hindi na pinalaki at tinitignan na lamang bilang isang sanggol sa mahabang panahon, ang siya palang may-ari ng langit at lupa na siya palang may gawa ng lahat ng planeta at between sa langit. Na siya pa ang nagbigay ng pangalan sa bawat between na nakatala sa langit. And let me tell you this, alam ba ninyo na mas marami ang between sa langit kaysa sa bilang ng mga tao na narito sa mundo? Ba't ganyan ang tingin nyo sa akin? Tanyo na, hindi kayo makapaniwala. Mas marami o ang between na nariyan sa langit kaysa tao na narito po sa lupa. And God gave names to all of those stars. Diba sabi kaya nga, ito po yung nasa Bible, kaya ang ginawan pa ng awit, you place the stars in the skies and you know them by name. You are amazing God. He knows them by name. What message does it gives us? Ibig sabihin, kapag ka sinabing, kung si Jesus, alam niya lahat ng pangalan 
ng bituin sa langit, gayo ang mga bituin ay mas marami pa kaysa sa bilang ng mga tao, ibig sabihin, alam din niya ang pangalan ng bawat isa sa inyo. Amen! Kanina nagkaroon tayo ng three, two minutes na pagkukunek sa isa't isa. Nalatandaan niyo ba yung pangalan ng katabi niyo? Sigurado kayo? Anong apelido nila? Tayo na, nalimutan niyo na. Isang tao pa lang yung kinausap ninyo. Ay, Pastor, kaya hindi ko alam kasi hindi ko kinausap eh. Wala akong pakialam. God knows you by name, even your middle name. Hindi kayo makapaniwala, pati middle, ano yun, alam ni Lord. And all issues in your life, God knows you very well. God knows where to find you. God knows where to place you. God knows when to speak to you. God knows when you are when you, when you can be found, where you can be found. Ano man ang sitwasyon mo sa buhay, malungkot ka man masaya, alam ni Lord kung saan ka dadamputin, alam ni Lord kung saan ka dadalhin, at alam niya kung saan ka patutungo. If God can be the ruler of the entire universe, He can also be a ruler of your life. Amen. That's why I said, it's so comforting to know, could you imagine, ruler in Israel, and yet He is also the ruler of the entire universe. That is where Jesus came from. We may just be imagining Him during Christmas as a baby, very cute. But the fact is, this Jesus, who became a baby as part of the process of being man, was actually the one who created everything that we see around, even those things which we cannot see. Siya pala ang may gawanan at alam niyang lahat. At hindi lamang yun, lahat ng bagay sa buhay natin, alam niya lahat ng bagay sa katawan natin. Alam niyo ba, mga doktor, iba't ibang klase na ngayon? Bakit? Kasi isang doktor, hindi niya kayang pag-aralan ang kabuuan ng katawan ng tao. Yun lang sa matay. Merong is, uh, may, ang tawag doon, ophthalmologist. Oh. Ini-specialize niya noon. Sa habang panahon ng pagdodoktor niya, hindi pa niya misa madiscovery lahat. Mata pa lang yun. Vast knowledge, but God knows everything in us. Pati yung hindi natin alam, alam ni Lord yun, lahat alam niya. And it's so comforting, as I said, for Israel to know that this is the kind of ruler that they have. However, because it was said to be ruler in Israel, ang kanilang pananaw at ang kanilang inaabangan is a political ruler. It's so unfortunate. Di ba? It should be comforting for them to know, oh, magkakaroon pa ng ruler from eternity, pero do they have the full understanding of who Jesus Christ is? And the same question I'm going to throw to you today, do you have the full understanding of who Jesus Christ is in your life and what He can possibly do to you? Kung tinitingnan lamang natin siya bilang isang baby, bilang isang ordinaring Jesus na nagkatawang tao, kulang ang ating pananaw sa Kanya. Mayroon pa naalala ko dahil kasi misa nagkakaroon ng pesta ng Nazareno eh. Sabi ganun isa, si Jesus sana hindi sana siya namatay sa krus kung nanalangin lang siya sa poong Nazareno. <laughs> do you know the Jesus that you serve? By heart, do we know Him? Ang mga Israelites, they were waiting for a political king. 
Jesus is more than a political king. He may be being called as the ruler of Israel or ruler in Israel because he considered Israel as his people. And it's true. Jesus is the ruler of Israel but a spiritual ruler, not a political ruler. Amen. Nagkaroon po ng fulfillment ito sa Matthew chapter 2, verse 6. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler. Hindi lamang siya isang ordinaryong ruler. Jesus is the Alpha and Omega and the ruler over all. And therefore, knowing that Jesus is from eternity and will be for eternity, this is what is being put in our mind and in our hearts. Knowing that Christ, the ruler, gives us confidence. Confidence in what? It gives us the confidence that when we know, when we pray, He will answer. Amen? We have the confidence that whatever Jesus Christ would say, it will happen, it will come to pass. That, that, that Jesus that we serve, we will have the confidence that when we give our life to Him, the Lord will uphold this life. Amen? That when He promised eternity, He is going to fulfill it. Mahirap kasi kapag ka ikaw ay nananalangin, Tapos sa puso mo, sinasagutin kaya ni Lord yung panalangin ko? Parang nung araw, yung bang nananalangin tayo kaya punong-puno ng sana. Sana Lord, sana, sana dalawang puso ko. Sana. Hindi ka sigurado kung sasagutin dahil sa kaya puro sana eh. Kasi you are more than, you are wishing more than you are praying. But knowing Jesus to be the ruler of the entire universe, it gives you the confidence that when you pray, you know that you will be answered. Amen. Na even when you are dreaming high, you know that may kasama ka sa pangharap mong mataas. Hindi ka iniiwan ng Panginoon, hindi ka niya pinababayaan. Even people by your sides already left you or abandoned you, Christ has promised, I will never leave you, I will not forsake you. That's the confidence that we have. Amen. This ruler of the entire universe became the shepherd. Imagine niyo ruler siya ng entire universe. Kasi maraming mga tao, last, last week sinabi ko rin to message na ito, maraming mga tao, they believe in the Almighty God, but they don't call Him Father. Tayo lang mga Kristiyano, tumatawag ng Father God. But sa ibang mga relihiyon they believe in the Almighty God, but they cannot call Him Father. Kasi hindi nila magets yun. Kasi hindi nila makita na ang God is a relational God and God can involve Himself in the life of people. Now, the same thing. We may believe that He is the ruler of the entire universe, but seeing, seeing Him as our personal God is another thing. Amen. That Christ can be the shepherd of our lives, can be the shepherd of our soul. He is concerned with us. What is a shepherd? A shepherd is someone that goes ahead of us. Someone that leads us, someone that protects us, someone that feeds us, something, someone that provides for all of our needs. He's willing to lay down his life just to defend the ship. And to the nation of Israel, saying, the shepherd of Israel, they already have something in mind they can understand. Why? Kasi yun yung usual, isa po yung pagiging pastol, isa yan sa usual na trabaho sa, sa Israel. Okay? Pamilyar-pamilyar sila, parang isang mangingisda, ordinaryong, ord- ganun kasi, yan yung mga hanap buhay eh. Mga farmer, okay? Alam ka agad, madali lang maintindihan, okay? 
Kaya nga si, si David, tinatawag rin isa sa mga shepherd ng Israel. Now, doon po sa may verse for ng Micah 5, sabi nun, And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And nagkaroon niya ng fulfillment sa Matthew 6, Matthew chapter 2, verse 6, A ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Now, during the birth of Christ, ang hari po sa mga pagkakataon yun ay walang iba kundi si Herod. And it's entirely the opposite. And precisely, Herod was not the king they, they've been waiting. Okay, si Herod is the king, part siya ng Roman Empire, na sumakop sa Judah. Okay? So, Herod was actually opposite of that of a shepherd. Herod was a very oppressive king, tyrant, authoritative. He was actually oppressing the people of God. They were oppressing, he was oppressing the Jews through high tax. Sa madali sa salita noong pala ho, may BIR na. Huh? Ewan ko lang kung may VAT. Okay? Pero may BIR na. At sobra-sobra yung tax na ini-impose. Okay? Kaya yung mga tao, hirap na hirap na sa kanilang kabuhayang nagtatrabaho sila para ipambayad lang talaga ng tax. Dahil kulang pa sa kanila yung kanilang kinikita. Hindi ito yung pastol na inaabangan nila. Hindi si Herod. It's entirely opposite of that of Jesus. Si Jesus would always care for the welfare of the people. When He came here in His earthly ministry, He was praying for people. He saw people as they were like sheep without a shepherd. They were harassed and helpless. So sa madali salita, paano tinitignan ni Jesus yung mga tao? Tinitignan niya yung mga tao with compassion. Yun, ganun ho ang pananaw ng isang pastol. Tinitignan niya ang kanyang mga tupa at alam niya kung sino sa kanyang mga tupa ang mayroong sakit. Alam niya kung sino sa kanyang mga tupa ang nangangailangan ng tulong. Alam niya kung sino yung kanyang mga tupa na natrap. At siya laging naroon para ipagtanggol at para iahon sa kanilang kalagayan. Andiyan po ba kayo? Let me tell you just, Jesus is the shepherd of our soul. Alam ni Lord kung kailan ka natrap, alam ni Lord kung kailan ka mahina, alam niya kung kailan ka may sakit, alam ni Lord kung kailan ka lumuluha at kung kailan ka masaya. Si Herod, paano niya tinitignan ng tao? Tinitignan niya ang tao as opportunity, as people to be used for his own, for his own agenda. Herod is a political king. Do you see the similarity of our political leaders today? Ngiti-ngiti kayo. I'm not against political leaders. There are so many political leaders who are also caring for the welfare of the people. Nanginaya nga ako kay Secretary Robredo eh. Bihira yung katulad niya. Okay? So, makikita po natin si Herod isa siyang tyrant king, entirely opposite of Jesus. So, hindi si Herod. That's why Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 11, sabi niya, I am the good shepherd. Sabi niyo, good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. So, tingnan po natin. Sabi ni Jesus, I am the good shepherd. Hindi siya yung mapagsamantalang shepherd. Hindi siya yung bantay sa lakay na shepherd. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Handa niyang ibigay ang kanyang buhay. Actually, yung sinasabi ni Jesus to, hindi pa siya namamatay. But actually, he was actually doing a prophetic word na. 
lays down his life for the sheep dahil sabi niya, I am the good shepherd. I'm going to lay down my life for you. Alam niyo, noong panahon, mayroong mga tinatawag na uh, slam book. Natandaan niyo ba yung mga slam book? Hindi <laughs> ko na matandaan halos eh. Okay. Tinatanong doon, maraming tanong doon. Isa sa mga tanong doon, what is love? Yeah? Sinusulat, ako lagi ko sinusulat, isa lang kasi yung natutunan ko sa nanay ko. Love is sacrifice. Kasi, totoo naman, paano mo papatunayan ng isang tao ay tunay nagmamahal sa'yo kung hindi siya willing magsakripisyo? Adyan po ba kayo? Yung mga dalaga rito, bago nyo sagutin yung manliligaw sa inyo, hindi lang tatlong kindat, sasagutin nyo na. Ang dali lang kumindat eh. Ha? Ang tanong, handa pa siyang ibigay yung buhay niya para sa'yo? Yun po yung tanong eh. Handa pa siyang magsakripisyo? Kasi yung sakripisyo, dun mo mapapatunayan. Kaya nga sa buhay ng mag-asawa, habang tumatagal ang panahon, natapat mas lalo silang nagmamahalan because mas lalong sakripisyo yung ibinibigay nila sa isa't isa. Pagka may sakit yung asawa, naroon sa tabi, inaalagaan, sumasakit ang tuhod, inahaplos, nalagyan ng langis. Di ba? <laughs> Totoo yan! Di ba? Nakaka-identify yung marami. Anyway. Pero sa totoo lang, oh, sa hirap at ginawa, di ba ang kinakas? Sa hirap at ginawa, walang sinabing sa hirap, ay sa, sa ginawa at sa ginawa lang. Sa hirap at ginawa, till death do us part. So, napapatunayan yung pagmamahalan sa pamagitan ng pagsasakripisyo. And Christ gave the greatest sacrifice of all. He was not just hurt. He gave His life and He died. Greater love has no one than this that a man lay down his life for his friend. Wala nang mas dadakila pa sa pag-ibig ng isang taong handang magbigay ng kanyang buhay sa kanyang kaibigan. And Christ is even more than that because He gave His life to His enemies. We used to be enemies of God and yet Christ decided and chose us and He has given His life. He gave His life for all of us. Kaya doon natin mapapatunay, ito yung tunay na pastol. Nalala niyo ba si David yung siya yung nagpapastol tuwing mayroong, mayroong uh, sumasalubong na mga lobo o kaya lion and bear? Anong ginagawa ni David? Hinaharap niya, hindi siya tumatakbo. Pwede namang compromise. Eh. Total, marami naman siyang tupa. Bigyan niya na yung isa. O, tag-isa kayo. Kaysa na may sasa, yung buhay ko, ibibigay ko pa para sa inyo. Si David, hinaharap niya. Alam niya ang kumawa nung ibig sabihin ng isang pagiging pastol. Sabi pa nun, I am the good shepherd, I know my own and my own know me. That's what you call intimacy. That's why, as I said, we are to look at Jesus not just as a ruler but a shepherd of our soul. He is involved in our lives. He is a relational God as we said last week. He would like to connect with you. Kung kayo kanina, parang ayaw niyong mag-connect doon sa mga katabi ninyo at tanongin yung pangalan, hindi ganun si Lord. He would like to connect with people. He would like to know where you are. He would like to listen to your prayers. He would like to listen to all of your pain, even to your joy and to your success. Because kilala tayo ng Panginoon. Minsan nga, higit pa tayong kilala ni Lord kaysa sa pagkakakilala natin sa ating sarili. Tama ho ba? Minsan may mga pagkataong hindi natin maintindihan yung sarili natin. Eh. Bakit pa ganito ako? Di ba? Minsan lalo na kapag uh, 
Ano, medyo mainitin ang ulo mo. Bakit mag- ba't pag ganito ako, ba't pa mainitin ang ulo ko? Hindi ko maintindihan. Ano ba to Hormonal imbalance or middle age crisis? Ano ba to Sometimes hindi natin maintindihan yung ating sarili. But God can understand us and God knows exactly where to find us. Amen? Because He is a personal God, He is the shepherd of our soul. Amen? Let's give Him praise right now. Having Christ as a shepherd of our soul makes us secure. And we don't have to be insecure because we are secure knowing that Jesus is always with us and He is the shepherd of our soul. Regardless of where you are in your journey of life, you don't have to be insecure of others because they have their own journey and God is leading them, shepherding them to their destiny. And you are also being shepherded, being shepherded by God to your destiny. So you don't have to be insecure. You have to be secure of your today, tomorrow, and even of your eternity. You have also to be secure of what you have. And if you are contented with what you have, God will even bless you more. Amen. Wag kang maingit doon sa pinagpapala ng iba. Minsan naiingit tayo pag kang pinagpapala. Tapos, bakit, bakit sa akin kunti lang yung pinagpala? Ba't siya na lima na hapon? Ah, lima, hapon. Lima na yung hamon <laughs> na natatanggap niya. Bakit ako? Wala pa. Malay mo, bigyan ka ni Lord ng hamon, ganyan kalaki. O di, di, talo mo yung lima. <laughs> ha? Sino yung sa inyo nakatanggap na ng regalo? Aba. Sino nakatanggap na ng 13-month pay? Wala pa nagtatrabaho dito. Kasi pag wala nakatanggap ng 13-month pay, eh, mandated, mandated sa batas yun eh. Hindi ba? Yung bonus, pwede hindi nyo matanggap, pero tetraman, mandated yan. Kaya nagdududa ako, may mga trabaho ba kayo? Para yun ang ipagpipray ko mamaya. Ha? O ayaw, ay, pasta ayaw ko kasi magtaas kasi baka mangutang yung katabi ko eh. <laughs> it's, uh, I myself, I feel so secure knowing that Jesus is my shepherd. I just have to follow Him and I know as I follow the Lord Jesus Christ, He'll bring me to my destiny. And that's the security that we have in the Lord. Don't think of what you have. Think at what you will have if you will just be obedient to God. Amen? Third is, this shepherd became the Lamb of God. And this is even more awesome. The one leading us, the one protecting us, the one providing for us, became the Lamb of God. And what that means. Tidin mo natin, ano ba yung Lamb of God? Especially, ano ba yung Lamb, in, especially in the Old Testament? Sa Old Testament, meron po tinatawag na temple, nasa si Lord din ang nag-utos na ipagawa. Ang mga priests doon, once a year, pumupunta, may dala pong hayop. And kadalasan, ang dinadala is Lamb. Yung Lamb na yung kailangan without spot, without blemish, without, without defect, without sickness, healthy dapat yung Lamb na yon. Dahil yung yung lamb, nakakatayin para yung kanyang dugo ay sprinkle doon sa temple. Bakit? Dahil para ang kasalanan ng tao ay matakpan. Because ang laging hadlang sa pagitan ng Diyos at ng tao ay ang kasalanan. And God could not dwell with these people kapag mayroong kasalanan. Kaya once a year, yung dugo ng hayop na yun sprinkle para sa matakpan ang kasalanan ng tao. Hindi humabura, matakpan. Okay? Dahil temporal, kaya nga taon-taon ginagawa yun. Now, so, ang Diyos ay makapag-communicate at makapag-duel na naman sa kanyang mga tao. Diyan po ba kayo? Dahil ang kasalanan ay natatakpan. Okay. Meron pa, meron pa tinatag na Passover lamb. Doon sa Passover lamb, naalala nyo si Moses nung nga dadaan yung angel of death? Okay. Kailangan magkatay sila ng lamb at yung dugo iya papahid nila sa door frames ng kanilang houses. Pagdaan nung, nung uh, 
angel of death, okay, pag walang dugo sa hamba ng bahay mo, yung firstborn son mamamatay. Okay? Kaya sa mga panahong yun, sa Egypt, na kung saan naroon yung mga anak ng Diyos, marami ang mga umiiyak dahil yung mga bahay na walang dugo ng, ng, ng lamb, eh namamatay yung panganay na anak. Subalit sa mga anak ng Diyos, lumalagpas yung angel of death pag nakikita na mayroong dugo ng lamb. Nai-spare sila. Okay? Lumalagpas yung angel of death. Now, Jesus is said to be the lamb of God. So this shepherd of ours became the lamb of God kasi si Jesus din ay parang kinatay doon sa krus. Dumaloy ang kanyang dugo na walang bahid kasalanan. At sa pamagitan ng dugo na walang bayad kasalanan, ang ating kasalanan ay hindi lamang hunatakpan. Ito ay nalinis na bura. Kaya nga, once and for all, Jesus Christ became the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Amen. So, hindi na kinakailangan taon-taon mayroong kakatayang hayop para Ipantakip sa kasalanan ng tao, once and for all, Jesus Christ died for the forgiveness of our sins. Now, anong implication nun ngayon sa atin ngayon, lainis ng ating kasalanan? Ano ba ang barrier sa pagitan ng Diyos at ng tao? Kasalanan. Dahil nabura na yan, ano nangyari? Nagkaroon tayo ng tinatawag na kapayapaan or peace with God. And He shall be their peace, sabi ng Micah 5.5. And Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, says, He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him, and by His wounds we are healed. Dahil nga nagkaroon na tayo ng kapayapaan sa Diyos, wala nang barrier sa pagitan ng Diyos at ng tao. Can you imagine now we can pray directly to God? Amen? We can say all our cries to Him without anybody. We have access with the throne of God. This God who is sitting on the throne, we as an ordinary creation of God became the children of God and we can come to Him by faith. We have the confidence when we come unto the throne of grace, we will find mercy and help. Amen. In time of need. So, yung po nagkaroon tayo ng kapayapaan, so, nagkaroon ng reconciliation between God and men. Naibalik tayo sa ating relationship sa Diyos. And therefore, ang pagiging lamb Jesus Sa buhay natin, as the Lamb of God, He enabled us to understand how much He loves us. Ngayon naiintindihan natin, Lord, ganun mo ba ako talaga kamahal? It's another way of saying, I love you, and it's another way of saying, I'm willing to die for you. Nandiyan po ba kayo? Yung mga asawang lalaki dito, mahal ho ba ninyo yung mga asawa ninyong babae? Sigurado kayo? Halimbawa ho, ha? Yung misis ninyo, may sumibat, ganyang kahaba yung sibat, ganyang kataba. Sinibat yung asawa nyo, handa ho ba kayong humarang at ibigay ang inyong katawan? Are you willing to die for your wife? Hindi kayo makasagot. <laughs> Pastor, pwede bang little injection na lang? Pati kayo makasagot? Ulitin ko, baka hindi nyo narinig. Mahina yung mikropono eh. Mga lalaki, handa ba kayong mamatay para sa inyong mga asawang babae? Kalat-kalat eh. O tanongin kayo mga babae. Kayo mga babae, handa ba kayong ibigay ang buhay niyo sa asawa ninyong lalaki? Yes! Galing! Pambira talaga. Walang kaduda-duda. 
Now, ako kayo mga lalaki, subukin natin uli. Kung talagang kayo, handaan yung ibigay ang buhay ninyo sa inyong mga asawang babae, ang tanong ko, handa ba ninyong ibigay ang sweldo nyo? Tumawa lang yung mga babae. <laughs> Pastor, kalukuhan yan. <laughs> Pastor, handa ako ibigay ang buhay ko sa asawa ko. Huwag lang sweldo ko. Kaya sabi ko, it's another thing to say I love you. It's another thing to die for someone you love. Andiyan po ba kayo? Knowing Jesus became the Lamb of God just to die, He gave us an understanding of the extent of His love for us. I can say I love you to my wife anytime, but to do that great sacrifice of giving my life is another thing. That is the exclamation point of I love you. Nung sa Old Testament, so many verses that says, I love you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Marami tayong maririnig. Naririnig siguro at na, naintindihan naman ng mga Israelites as people of God. Pero nung nakita nila na si Jesus ay namatay for their salvation is an exclamation point. Mahirap pong intindihin by mind kung gaano kalaki at kalalim at kalawak ang pag-ibig ng Diyos sa atin. But when Jesus Christ became the Lamb of God who shed His blood on the cross and He died, naintindihan na natin ngayon kung gaano pala tayo kamahal ng Panginoon that is even willing to give His life for all of us. Amen. That's why John the Baptist, when he saw Jesus Christ in John 1.29, sabi niya, the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and he said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. It was his first time to see Jesus. And yet he was able to say, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Why? Because John the Baptist's heart was prepared to see Jesus. That's why even though for the first time he saw him, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Many Israelites, they were seeing Jesus Christ already doing miracle and yet they could not recognize Him. That is the Lamb of God. Tayo, madalas tayong dumadalo rito sa church na ito. Do we really see Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God, as someone who died for you and gave His all for you just for you to be saved that until now you are not still responding to the call of God in your life? You may just believe in your mind, but do you capture it by your heart? Because if you were able to capture it by your heart, ibibigay mo na yung 100% mo sa Panginoon. Lord, my life belongs to you. Kung nagawa mong ibigay ang buhay mo sa akin, bakit hindi ko magagawang ibigay din yung buhay ko sa iyo? So many people, they've been hearing the Word of God left and right, but they still cannot see with their spiritual eyes who Jesus Christ is. But John the Baptist, isang beses pa lang niyang nakita si Jesus, ang sabi, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world with excitement, with joy, he said this in his heart. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13 to 14 says, But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. And in Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, Sabiron, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, 
we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him we have also obtained access by faith into His grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. The ultimate understanding of Christ's love is when He became the Lamb of God. That's when He accomplished everything. He reconciled us both to God. We have an access to God. Even today, we have an access to God. When He rose again from the dead, He completed everything. We have now eternal life in Christ Jesus and we have the lasting peace. It is not supposed to be repeated every year because once and for all, Christ gave His life for us. And so how do we respond in the light of this truth? The shepherd ruler became the Lamb of God that brought us lasting peace. How do we respond to that? Pagkikibit balikat lang ba tayo? Or katulad ni John the Baptist with excitement. Look, the Lamb of God. Sinabi niyang, look, tignan ninyo. Dahil nakita niya, si Jesus hindi lang isang ordinaryong taong naglalakad. Look, look with your spiritual eyes. This is Jesus, the Lamb of God, the one who died for you. Look, this is Jesus, the one who loves you more than anyone else. He is the ruler. He is the shepherd. He is the Lamb of God. How do you respond to that? We can show right now to God the way we respond. We hope you were inspired by that message. For more updates, visit us on our website at www.victoryalabang.org and download the Victory Alabang app for your mobile devices. Thank you, and have a Merry Christmas!